0: Friends and family, it has been about three weeks since my last podcast, and honestly, I've, I've been riding the the same wave. Well, I don't, I can't say that it's the same wave. I've been riding a wave of intensity and emotion and uncertainty over these days, and I haven't really been sure what to share. But I sat down with my friend Cody earlier tonight, my housemate. Cody, also a Michigan boy, and I felt moved to sit down and record. And so this is a conversation that followed. It's, it, it goes all over the place, from his travels to uh, views on life and his, his philosophy and religion and God and everything else. And it, was, it was lighthearted. It was lighthearted. And it was exactly what I needed in this moment in my life. So I hope that it serves the same purpose for you guys. I love you. I hope all is well. And I hope that this episode brings a little bit of light and laughter and lightheartedness your world. Enjoy.
1: Got a sandwich, a bowl, (laughs) and uh, that's it.
0: I just, I hit recording, so uh, record. We're recording.
1: We are right now? Yeah. Oh, Sick. sick.
0: Yeah, it's happening.
1: All right, cool. Let's fucking welcome, good.
0: welcome to the Life's a Trip podcast, man. <laughs> Let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Cody Klein, my buddy. We're sitting out here on the the the, the couch yep. uh, that is our French front porch at our house out in the woods. Sun streaming through the
1: trees. It's room temperature. We got some nice uh, blooming bushes. Yep. Some some pink little daddies over there. Yeah, pink
0: daddies. I think that's actually the, the yeah. technical name. Um, yeah, man, I just, I checked my calendar and, uh, our episode, you know, list and, uh, it's been over three weeks since I last recorded. Um, and, uh, boy, what a three weeks. Yeah. It's been wild. We're, uh, yeah, we're deep in it now. We're in the midst of a, a global pandemic and, um, you know, when I interact with customers at the grocery store. I'm like, well, you know, how you doing? Oh I'm I'm doing pretty good. How are you? And I'm like, Oh just riding the wave and that like really <laughs> that's like the best description that I can come up with. It's just like right. doing my best to just ride this fucking weird wave that
1: we are on, man. Well it's strange because uh, I mean, it's a good idea of like uh, we 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 like to uh just have things figured out and, and normal. Yeah. And we hold on to those things so tightly, and so now everything's just kind of whacked, you know, fucking whacked out, and uh, and no one can really make any substantial plans or really know what's go- what life is going to be like two weeks from now. Right. And, uh, which... Gives people a lot of fear, but at the same time, it's it's kind of fucking cool. It's kind of wild. It's on. Un, it's unprecedented. Like no, yeah. like when else in your life have
0: you like had to clear? As an adult, have you had to clear your calendar? Like I don't know. I have no idea. Never. Not did. only that, but you can't like you. You're not supposed to make plans. You're not going out to
1: dinner with yeah, friends. Yeah, that's a crazy like, point. Is you're not supposed to make plans. It's not even that you can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's that you're literally not? Yeah. It's against the law it's to make the plans. Rules.
0: Don't make plans right
1: now. Yeah, don't yeah. even fucking h- hug your grandma. Right, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's it... you think you you ever think you'd live in a time where you can't <laughs> hug your grandma?
0: <laughs> <laughs> my grandparents are all dead. So, uh, well, fuck. Well, Ben in... and <laughs> no, uh, no. I, I. This is it's it's bizarre. And like I interact with you know dozens of people every day at my job, which is like it, that's a strange thing in itself. Is that yeah. I, like, part of my last three weeks is like, I still go to work five days a week and I I interact with people that are all dealing with us too. And like in the various stages, you know, I've seen it Ramp up from like the initial like surge yeah. of buying panic buying. Right. now it's kind of settled out to like we're only letting thirty people in the start of time. <laughs> right. And everybody's got like you know garden gloves on and and mask like home homemade masks, and some dude honestly you know, like, some people aren't wearing shit. Some it's it's insane. It's like yeah, it's so wild to see.
1: It's like yeah, you got the the anarchists out there just just you know going no face mask. Yeah, and no gloves like me. But then you got uh, I don't know most. I, Honestly, a grocery store, right now, is probably one of the craziest places to be. Not just for the even the risk factor, but just for the the fact that you're you're feeling uh, like you feel so many people's different uh, like how they're approaching the present times, which has never happened in ever.
0: Yeah, it's it's yeah it's, it. I feel almost honored to be in a position where I get to witness, like, this moment in time and experience it with other people. Because, like, one of the strange, I mean, there's so many levels to this. But, like, one of the really interesting things is just uh, generally how compassionate and patient and kind people have been. And, like, you know, occasionally people don't understand. Especially right now, like, we just got a a ruling. We've been told that we have to wear face masks. And that oh, t- you know, people, yeah, all times, yeah. <laughs> and that takes away from a lot of like nonverbal social cues, like if yeah. you know, if I if I say, hey, uh, you know, can you do you mind standing behind that line? And they see me smiling and being pleasant, you know, it's one thing. Um, but if they uh, if they can't see my my smile, you know, and I'm like, hold oh. on, stand right there. You know, like yeah, you have to really communicate it even more clearly with your with your words and your eyes, because like all that social cue is taken away, and people like are a lot more edge. Like I haven't worn a mask until now, right? Until today, because of that, because I, like, I I still want to maintain some level of like, hey, how's it going? Like uh, yeah, right. what's what's going on? Like yeah, do you mind? Like stand back there. I'll, I'll ring everything up, and people will see that I'm like smiling and I'm pleasant, and it changes the dynamic. And now the mask right. on, like. People are, you know, it's a
1: lot. You have to go a step further to um, your your voice people. and your eyes and eye contact and and how you're asking things and totally. to make people feel comfortable. Isn't that fascinating? That that's uh, man, just the things that have been taken away from us. Yeah, contact. It, yeah, contact. But also, like, just to be able to, uh, you know, you can smile beneath a mask, but but what's the point? you like it's it's it, it makes yeah. sense to you but also it's like the smiles for for other people too yeah and uh yeah no no one really looks that good under a mask to be honest it's kind of scary <laughs> 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 i got a uh, gucci mask but <laughs> i still i'm not breaking that out because I want like I'm dogger man. I have, I'm yeah. I'm you know I'm cheesing it half the time. <laughs> you do smile a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh.
0: oh man. I think
1: when I put the mask on because I I wore it uh, on the pl- on the plane uh, plane ride home from uh, my travels and I think that I kept taking it off because I didn't like how I thought people. Uh, I want people to see Dogger, you know, like, like, even in the airport, I'm just like, you know, I'm still smiling at people and talking to them, but it's like, the mask on, it's like, if you have a mask on, you don't really want to talk to people, Right. you know, it's not like, hey, yeah. what's up? Yeah,
0: yeah, there's literally, uh, something in between you and the person, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fucking, it's bizarre times, man, but like, what, what a, what a wild time, to so, like, it, it is, uh shaking everyone up everyone's globe has been shaken you know like there nobody is sitting back like life's good you know not to say that people aren't experiencing some some positive aspects of this but like everyone is having to adapt to the 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 current form of reality
1: right and you can't um there's just such a a, uh an epic i don't know uh, across the board where like no one really knows uh, how far this is going to go or if they will be personally affected or right. or, or anything like that and uh, <laughs> that's I, I like to know I like to I like to to know a certain amount of things that are going to go on and to be able to have to let go of that is pretty is pretty wild, but I think it 's really special at the same time.
0: It's it is certainly a it's a massive opportunity, you know. Like the, there's a calling right now for people to like, you, we're being forced to let go of like some level of certainty. And the human brain is built, it's like a certainty seeking machine. Right. You know, like our brains are wired to understand what's gonna happen next. And so for us to not know what's gonna happen on a day to day basis or like a week, you know, like nobody fucking knows. And like if you if if someone was to come and be like all right, guys, this is this is what's going to happen
1: in, no like, one a month. Nobody
0: him. knows! Nobody knows.
1: Yeah, no one would believe them. You know, like, we, we can't believe really any... I mean, you, you got off social media. I've been doing a decent yeah. job, and there's a time there... I mean, I had to change my perspective when I read the news. When I first read the news, when this all started, I was really, like, it, it, well, I was reading the news out of fear. Mm-hmm. Now I read the news more out of... Uh, and maybe this will sound fucked up, but more out of entertainment, mm-hmm. in the sense of like, you know, what's, I I don't le- I I kind of shut off the thing that let that made me think that everything that was was being written down was completely true, mm-hmm. and so now it's more just like. Uh, it's the touch it, feel it, and then let it go kind of deal mm-hmm. and not be like, oh, we're all fucked, you know? Yeah,
0: you can't hold on to every passing headline and article that says, like, what the current state of things is because if you do that, you're, you're just going to... It's like trying to catch a uh, a train that's going by, you know? Like, you're trying right. to grab hold of something and you're going to get torn apart, like... Yeah. And that's, a, yeah, early on, I, I realized that, like... Especially when I was still looking at the media and social media and Facebook and all that shit, is I had to just be the observer at the train station watching the trains go by. Yeah. And being like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Oh, okay, cool. But if I if I tried to like grab onto one of those things and start yeah. to like identify with it and like, oh, that maybe that's real. Right. It, it's gonna take you on a fucking ride, man.
1: It, it will, cause you yeah you take you take it on like. Uh... There's a certain, I mean, I've been getting, I've been getting words for as long as I can remember of like, and and I think that a lot of people do in the sense of like, uh, of letting things go and how important that can be to your life. Cause we want to hold things so closely Yeah. because we like the finite, the like, this is how it is, Yeah. you know, but, but, uh, you know, those bushes right there were not flowers uh, a week ago, and now they're the most beautiful fucking thing in our entire property. Yeah, you know they're always everything's always changing. And I remember, uh, well, there's a book by Pima children. Uh, Excuse me if I say that wrong. You
0: got it. I think that's it. I think that's right. Yeah,
1: and it's uh, it was given to me, and I think it's called. uh, uh, It's something. Oh my god. It's, it's, it's about approaching fear The I think it's called the things that scare you the most or something along those lines. Yeah. It's about approaching, like approaching fear and not, uh, not just like being like, no, that's not for me, but like feeling it, touching it and then like letting it go. Yeah. But one of the, the lines that, and I wish I remembered it completely, but it, it talked about how if we can get comfortable with the fact that everything is always changing around us and inside of us, then we can we can we're able to actually get comfortable with with our with ourselves and with uh, with life and feel and feel a lot more even in control than we did because we're comfortable with the fact that you know who the fuck knows what's going to happen nobody. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, who the fuck knows? Yeah. yeah, it's almost a game. Like, oh man, what's but we go want down to we bed? want to fucking know. We we, we want to, but that's it's so cool to let go of that for a little bit. Well, so know? I had a conversation
0: with one of my brothers, um, and I and I was kind of going on this track because he's he's experiencing a lot of fear, and he's like a brilliant, one of the most intelligent people I know. He knows he's looking at the data, he's reading all of it, and he's like anticipating, and, and his anticipations are being proven correct and so he's like you know he's seeing things unfold and uh i i kind of said you know dude like where are you at spiritually in this like where do you have any like meditation practice do you have a prayer practice he's like well i you know like (laughs) i said are you are you okay with like you know know, i think i heard you
1: ask him that on the phone actually the other night i was like talking to him i remember thinking i remember you said something like that and i was like damn he wasn't ready for that one like well i so i i said that
0: i was like you know have you have you sat and just like offered it up just like this is out of i don't know what's gonna happen just let it go and he's like and his response was that i can't i can't let this go i have a pregnant wife and a a one you know a one-year-old like i can't just let 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 go of the control that i have over you know this world because these people are important and i like that is different. The thing that I'm responsible for is my dog. Right. You know what I mean? And right. my, own, my own well-being, so I can't speak to that. But at the same time, like, I've found so much peace in knowing that there's, there's so much that I, I – <laughs> almost everything that I can't control. Right. What, what can I control? I can control right. when I wake up, what I eat, how I use my body during the day, and what I consume you know, media wise and just like, yeah, yeah, that's what I can control. And then beyond that, I let, I let go of the rest of it. And I think that a lot of anxiety that exists for people right now is trying to understand what's going to happen, what, what's going
1: to come next. Right. And not, not having that is, and that's a funny thing is that the illusion of having that, uh, of, 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 uh, it's an illusion to think that you all that you always have control or that you know it's going to happen next week or even tomorrow or, or the next minute. Right. But but we 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 convince ourselves that we do have it, yeah. you know. Every everyone was living normal lives and then uh some dude eats a bat in China mm. <laughs> and now the entire world is flipped upside down. Upside down.
0: Yeah.
1: Like that's like that's crazy. That's yeah. literally like Everything's so fragile. It's honestly, in it's, it's not going into account of like all the terrible shit that's happened. It's really kind of humorous to think that the entire world can be flipped upside down by by something so trivial, you know? Yeah,
0: I think one of the great. Things that this is spotlighted and great in the sense that it's massive like the the huge thing that this has shown a spotlight on that i don't I don't think anybody really considered is just everything that we know is standing on stilts, like these skinny right. little stilts, and it's like every our whole society is walking around in these stilts that we think are like everything's good food like yeah. our food chain is all good, like money, econo- economy like everything is in place. And a little virus comes along and knocks it all out, and it all yeah. comes falling down, and it's suddenly like everybody's back home, like, you know, you got you yeah. got your food, you got your loved ones, like, all right, let's let's ride this thing out.
1: Yeah, it's it's I just flipped it's, everything on its head. Yeah, it's fa- yeah, it's so fa- it's so fascinating because it's not war, you know, it's not like we're we have the uh, you know ma- you know maybe there's gonna be an attack. Uh, tomorrow by Russia, or some shit mm-hmm. no, this is like literally like a global which I think is presents some really cool things, but it 's a global like you know everyone 's holding the hand across the pond and and everyone 's like this shit 's gnarly, and there is no uh there 's no person or thing to point the finger at yeah. other than other than really fear like mm. and and actual in the actual virus itself right uh which we 're extremely fortunate to not Know anyone or or ha- have had to deal with it, you know, quite yet personally. Which uh, we'd probably be talking a lot differently if we had.
0: Yeah, but. I think you know, if, if we were, we probably wouldn't just be sitting here on the porch drinking beers and recording a podcast if, like, we actually were <laughs> more concerned yeah. about it. But and yeah, it's.
1: But it, do you, but do you? Free, I mean, it's you know, you also think of the fight or flight thing, and something that I've been able to find peace with is just. Uh, I I've enjoyed my time at at home, but also uh, I guess we're all we're all in this house completely lucky that we're not completely stuck here. You you right. guys are all working, and my business is still considered essential. Shout out to Sunshine, uh, Lawncare. Sunshine Long Care, Buncombe County. Hell yeah! All booked like, up. All booked up. Though. Like don't, us on don't even, Facebook. Don't even reach out. Like us on Facebook. Send us a message. Probably won't message you back. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's it's super uh, Yeah, we we haven't I guess we haven't had to uh switch up entirely, but there has been some small switch ups for sure. Yeah. But still it's given me um I guess I've found I found peace in uh in how uh, how people are reacting uh in the sense of mm-hmm. Every time I do go mow a lawn, uh, if like everyone's home, so every, <laughs> everyone comes out and says hi to me okay. from a safe distance, of course. But it's funny because everyone's like, I'm like mowing and they like, and, and like I have my headphones in, I'm doing my thing. And then they're like, Hey, you know, like, and I like, you know, of course, take everything off. I'm like, what's, how's it, how you, how you holding up? How are you doing? And I've heard some really cool things. And also everyone's just like, they care about talking to me because right. maybe I haven't, maybe they've only been talking to their, their partner or their family for the last week right. uh, other than phone conversations. But now I'm like a real human body You're somebody in their yard that's yeah. out there in the world experiencing yeah. things. And, know? and I, and I like, you know, I, you know, I came from somewhere, I'm there now and they're like, you know, uh, like, wh- how you doing? I'm you like, i from
0: somewhere else. And... Yeah.
1: I was like, I've, you know, it's funny cause I'm like, I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 very blessed, but at the same time, I've heard like my one uh, my one client um, they live in Montford, and I was mowing, and she came out. She's like, Cody, it's good to see. You. I haven't seen her since last spring, or last fall, and uh, and so we're talking. We're talking about she's she's a really cool person. And she was talking about like her views on things, and then her kid came out, and her kid had crazy like wild. Like they had just dyed her hair like lime green or something. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, sw-. I was like, I like your hair. That's so cool. And she's like, yeah, we've been we've been finding cool new ways to, to you know, like I'm not used to having the kids home all the time, right now. But we've been finding cool new ways to, to like just stay entertained. And I was like, oh yeah, cool. Like what? And she's like, well, we've been doing uh, photo photo shoots every day. <laughs> And she's like, but every photo shoot has a funny thing to deal with the pandemic. And I was like, Okay, cool. I was like, What well, like what like what? And she's like, Well today we I got gas masks. And so her like twelve and like you know, ten year old daughter, they're like posing in lime green hair with with uh, gas masks and like doing like cool like uh you know little, little uh, photo shoots and I was like <laughs> First of all, you're a cool mom, but, like, that's the shit I like to hear right now. I mean, those are going to be classics. Yeah, those kids are going to grow up. Yeah, Remember that one time we were all quarantined? So
0: the other day I I was on register at the store, and out the window across the street um, from where the line is, you know, the the line outside the store that they have set up? Yeah. Um, There's this guy set up in the parking lot, with like an old school camera on a tripod with like the hood over it with like a little clicker. Yeah. And he was taking, I think he was taking, he was capturing a moment. Cause this is a moment in history. You know oh, what I'm he saying? He was taking like, a picture of the line. 50 years from now. We're, yeah. Yeah. We're going to look back at this and be like, yo, you remember the pandemic? <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. And I've been in that line. No one talks to anyone. It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I've stood in that line too.
1: Um, yeah, it's
0: like, I, it, I couldn't help but think of like the, the black and white pictures I've seen of like the soup line during the depression yeah you know of like this is this is our hopefully this is our generation's challenge you know like our grandparents shipped off to war and fought and died on beaches you know yeah yeah or or worked in factories building missiles like we our our great challenge is stay the fuck home yeah stay and keep yourselves entertained you know like Don't come to the grocery store once a week.
1: Right? (laughs) Where you know, like, wash your hands. Well, and that's what's funny is like, look how many people are having. You know, it. You know, if you told someone like, you know, after like they're living their normal life, they're going to work every day, and they're like, all right, you have to stay home and not leave for two (laughs) weeks. Everyone been like, hell yeah. Oh, okay. And now everyone's been like three weeks. Everyone's like, get me the fuck out of here. I'm bugging out. Yeah, I'm freaking out. And yeah, it's so, it's it's so. Uh, there's a lot of irony in it, and also like you know, wanting what you don't have. I just want to. I, I mean, just live music in general. Yeah. If I could just go see some live music. Oh it, yeah, but, I, I mean, haven't even... gone this long without seeing a live show in, in probably a, a decade.
0: But I mean, like, it's the fact that all all of those people that uh, normally are doing live shows are now doing live streams, like they're you know they're just as eager. You know, and how right. much how much greater will it be when we get to go out and see a show. Imagine that first show that we get yeah. to go out, like how wildly enthusiastic the crowd will be.
1: Yeah, I hope so. How
0: hard the people play.
1: Yeah, you I know what I mean? I, yeah, I I mean Hopefully. That's a that's another thing to think about is just the, you you're starting to see articles coming out of like, you know, of course CNN's like the world will never be the same after this. And it probably, I guess in a way it won't. Yeah, that's gonna
0: that's but gonna
1: be different. Man, I miss hugging my friends, you know? Yeah. And I miss uh Elbow bump. Yeah, elbow love, bump. I love Ray. you, man. <laughs> I love you too. It's like, I don't know, it's so like Josh you know, Josh Reese came over. He's a hugger. Yeah, he and he was like he literally was sitting there, he's like he's like, Oh I I you know, I just I hate I, I love you all, but I just really hate that I can't hug Cody right now. <laughs> and I was like, dude just just do it man like I, like at you know in my world I'm just like you know take the chance fucking mm-hmm. hug me bitch but uh, but but at the same time I I don't want to the, you, you know it <laughs> gives you that sense of like but what if I do have it you know you know <laughs> what I mean you're like is that weird uh, yeah it's, it's so just weird like, oh you know it's so it's no, so fucking I, strange. it's crazy how, how quickly
0: we become socialized to act in a certain way like for example with the, the rules of like 6 feet right at at work like um we're we're doing like uh, I if someone comes up <laughs> if someone comes up Cody's peeing right now. We're <laughs> we're on the front porch so if you hear uh that's that's Cody peeing. It's but the real deal, baby. I mean I yeah. Um anyways, like if someone comes if breaches that agreement of like 6 feet and like gets a little bit closer to me or I I feel like an like a weird like uh, um unconscious reaction of like I step back even though i actually don't i'm not actually that concerned, right but just because the rules are in place now like i, I feel like I need to a, it's it's incredible what rule abiding creatures we are like people love rules and do not like it when other people break rules
1: right
0: like yeah. we're we're getting lines outside of work, right so they have it set up so there there's a gap in the fence so you can walk up and around and get in the back. As opposed to going straight down the line, which oh, yeah. is, like, only a couple of feet away. And occasionally people do it, and whoever's watching the line is like, What are you doing, man? Yeah. There's, a, there's a rule. You can't do that. Like, you got to go that way. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's so weird to watch the human behavior aspect of this, of just, like, how quickly people will, f- will adapt to things and follow it and, and watching the people that don't do
1: it, right. you know, or do it their own fucking way well because that 's the thing is you know people are are thinking that they could be there. you know it 's like stay home, save lives, yeah you know very potent you know message understand that, but it 's like you know I could kill someone if i gave him if i get if I gave, gave him a hug right that's a weird <laughs> fucking thought dude i don 't like that at all i don 't like that at all it's like no we 're good we're good. I'd rather just be like no we 're good, you know uh. That's funny. Yeah, I well, it's so it's so it's so weird. And it's like, I think the ma- I think the majority of the world was starving from um, human connection, and and I think part of that is touch as well. Yeah, this is why I love hugging my friends, and I love you know uh, I don't know. I love you know when I'm saying something that I really mean you know touching someone on the back and being like yeah. you know letting them know that you like this isn't just like me talking this is Not like, just I, I know this is you know like up. i like i love you you yeah. know i love you too man yeah i'm touching we're, dave we're touching right arms. now we're touching and and like breaking that, the law and that no shit's, ex, that shit's uh, special it's like now and now that's like uh you, that's against that's pretty much against the law
0: right if if you yeah if you see if you're out in public right now waiting in line at the tra- uh, at Trader Joe's or any anywhere, yeah. and you saw two people walking towards each other and like run and embrace. You'd be like, "Whoa, what? Are, what whoa, yeah. God, what are you yeah. doing?" They probably got it.
1: Yeah. 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 Right. They're fucked.
0: They're fucked. <laughs> so, uh, side note, my mom is uh, listening to a lot of these podcasts, <laughs> and, and she's like, "I really enjoy these your podcasts." Comer- yeah. Oh, sweet. I really enjoy your, your hey, message. Mom. She probably hasn't listened this far. Because of what I'm about to say. I really like uh, what you're doing. I enjoy your conversations, but you guys just use the F words yeah. so much. Yeah, it's true. She's especially your co-host Chase. He just
1: swears so much. He says the F words so much. So sorry, Mom. Well, I'm not gonna do much better than Chase, Mom, to be honest. Yeah, and But uh I mean, considering the times, you know. <laughs> fuck I think yeah, I think maybe <laughs> you should you should drop a couple F bombs yourself and you know, just just let it's it just, let it go. It's just four letters. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, dude. Uh, you ever think about what the the next ge- like so like fuck has become? Maybe we don't want to go down this road, but but that's like I remember the first time that I said that and was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And it's 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 kind of like just it's so whatever now. Yeah, and it's like I I've thought a couple times like what's you know what are, what's my kids. What what uh, are they going to say?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, f- I feel like it goes in waves. Like fashion or something. Like they maybe yeah. maybe they'll be a little less uh less vulgar for, <laughs> yeah. time, for a time. <laughs> but but who who fucking
1: knows, man? I, <laughs> who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think it's funny, dude. It's it's so funny being in Australia and just hearing cunt like all like all oh, the time yeah. and like having it as like a term of endearment sometimes, like yeah. they like Like, the the New Year's Eve, so I got there two days before New Year's. So, uh,
0: quick pause. Cody just got back right before everything really blew up with the coronavirus. Uh, Cody was wrapping up, how many, three-month trip through Australia, Southeast Asia, and back.
1: Yep, yep, yeah. Australia, Vietnam, and Thailand, and Cambodia, and then a lot of the U.S. before I left. Right, you get to, yeah. Get through a bunch of the us anyways yeah yeah continue well so, the yeah so uh first of all i get i get there my and my buddy uh my I, I literally come out they don't stamp my passport which i was kind of upset about and i and the guy i walk up and it's the first australian dude i met in australia and it was the tsa guy or the okay. the customs guy and I was like, I was, I was cheesing it so hard. I was so, <laughs> was so, so I was so happy. I probably looked like the, the cutest little puppy. I was just like, I walk up and I'm like, here's my passport. And he's like, he's like, Hey, he's like, hi, you again. And I was like, I was like, I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here, man. And, and he was totally just like, uh, cool. cool. You know, all right, all right, go ahead. And I come out and my buddy Kit is right there. He, he like was waiting for me right out of the customs uh, door. I literally walked through a door. And he's right there. He's like, and I haven't seen him in 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 four years. You right. know, and, but we talk all the time. And I was like, I was, he's like, hi, go, mate. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what's up, man? Like, it was so crazy. And we get we get to the. You probably hugged. Yeah, we hugged. Back, we, yeah, like, back, back when you could back, hug. Back when you could. Yeah, we <laughs> hugged. We fucking made out. And, you know, it's crazy, as and Australians we, do. Yeah, just just yeah, tongue and everything, and then. Yeah. And then, but we went, we like got to his van, and he he's like, I was like, dude, honestly, ma'am, uh, He's like, can we go anywhere? I was like, honestly, dude, I've been I've been flying for twenty four hours. I've been in the air. I think I was in the air for a total of twenty four hours, and I was like, dude, I would love some, I would love a cigarette, and I'd love a beer. And he goes, oh yeah, mate. And he literally, literally hands me. Uh, he already pre-rolled a cigarette for me, and reaches back. And he had just put a whole rack of beer on ice in the back of his van. He's like, <laughs> try out the beer. He's, he's like, <laughs> here you go, mate. And I was like, oh shit, dude, I love Australia. Fuck. Oh, yeah. And literally, like that was like literally twenty minutes being into Australia. And I was like, all right. So, but, but the story I was getting at was that uh, we went to, uh, we went to. So I got there and we went to a New Year's Eve party, just a house party with some of their friends. And, uh, this dude comes, so I don't know anyone, but, but Kit and his, and their roommates, which I had just met, but Kit, my friend, and then everyone I just met at their house. And then we go to a house party and they're like, uh, this dude comes up to me. This
0: is is after 24 hours of travel.
1: Yeah. 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 You go straight to it. Yeah. 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 No. So I had a day, I had a day. Um, I, I slept for, I, I went to bed that night, woke up and then we went the next day. All right. Next day was New Year's Eve, so we go there, and this dude comes up to me and he's like, "Hi, mate." I was like, "What's up, dude? How you going?" He's like, uh, "He's like, so are you are you really a fucking uh, mad cunt?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, Kit, say so you fucking mad cunt, mate." So, like, <laughs> like, and I was like, and I was totally like, so Kit texted all of them was like, "Yo, I'm bringing my friend from the states. He's a mad cunt." And so I get there, and the dude comes up to me. and is like, "So you're a fucking mad, cunt." And I, at this point, don't totally know what that means, right? You yeah. know, you're like, like um, I think, is like thing. I don't know. Well, I'm ma- so I was crazy. like, is that like I'm like psycho? Like I think that it's not like a totally bad thing, but it's like, are you like do yeah. are you fucking nuts? You rage. You rage, yeah. or is mad cunt like, you know? I get down with you, like you know, you're the homie. Yeah. So so I just go. You punch yourself in the face. I literally no. I literally, I literally took a drink of beer. I was just like, like a really strong drink. I was like, I'm a fucking mad cunt, mate. <laughs> and I literally looked at him, and he was like, "All right, all right." <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I did that right, but it seems it seems so good.
0: good. Yeah. <laughs> but Australians love to use the word.
1: Yeah, it is funny. It's funny. How long were you in Australia? Italian
0: red blend, Susamanello.
1: Yeah, shout out to all those Italians out there.
0: Yeah, really. Uh, if there <laughs> are any Italians listening, yeah,
1: stay strong. We're we're uh, we're here drinking your wine and uh, we care about you. We're thinking about you, but we passed you in viruses. So <laughs> eat shit. Um. <laughs> was that for me? Oh, they're nice. both for you, bud. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Keep going up. I was in Australia for four weeks. Tell me about it. Highlight or uh thing that stands out. Oh, it, yeah. I think that, um, you know, my big brother went to Australia a few years ago, and he came back and he said, Cody, uh, you should go to Australia because that's that's your place. Hmm. And my big brother's never said anything like that to me. He kind of was joking, but but I totally know what he means now because mm. it it was so my vibe from the get go. Just I mean the the initial story I just the sick, told you, cig and crack beer. Yeah. yeah, it was just, but it was very laid back, and you know, like the house I was staying at in Melbourne. I got to see my best mates I went to the Earthship School with. Uh, that we were only together for a month, but I just I love them. They're fucking. They're really good. Really good dudes. And we've kept in contact, and to be able to hang out with them was definitely the highlight. To be able to hang out with them in Australia and have them, you know, one took me on a bush hike. We saw wild kangaroos and and swam in uh, a crazy river with with a bunch of wild-ass birds and shit. One of them was like, you know, handing me a beer at 10 a.m., and we were talking about really like crazy shit, you know. It, the getting like being a part of their lives for for a minute was really cool. Yeah, and and being in in Melbourne and and meeting their friends and their roommates, and their ladies and everything. That was uh, that was really special. And they I don't know they mean a lot. You you meet people that you're just like yeah I want to be. I want to be friends with them forever, you know, yeah. or, or the, they mean a lot to me. And that's something I, I um, someone asked me before I left actually about, I guess I was just talking to someone and I was like, you know, I, I uh, I have a, I've had a hard time with being totally uh, proud of myself in certain, certain areas. I think, I think that I'm the shit. Most of the time, but at the same time, I, you know, I've 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 struggled with, with certain uh, just thoughts of the opposite. But one thing I've always uh, prided myself is that the the people that I, I've been able to attract to my life, like you, and, and it's not like that it's me, but it's like the whole fucking lame ass vibe uh, attracts your tribe shit. <laughs> eh, sh- I fucking hate it, but it really does. It That's is a, true, c- man. It is a fucking thing. Yeah. And, uh, these, those boys mean, mean a lot to me. So to be able to like, uh, hang out with them and have a really, uh, conscious conversation and also just like dumb shit conversation yeah. was really special. The balance is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we went to, uh, they call this thing, uh, they call it park hour warrior. They're like, Oh mate, you you, you got to go with us to, uh, we're going to do a park hour warrior tomorrow. And I was like, okay, well, like what the fuck? And they take me to a kids playground, <laughs> and they do a. They make up their own ninja warrior course. Yes, on this you would love you would. That's love amazing. This. You would love this shit. Also, we should do that. Also, uh, we should do that. Why
0: do we not do that, dude? I
1: I know that and see Park C hour warrior? Parkour Warrior. Yeah, yeah. They so also Floyd who heads this shit up. My buddy there is, uh, he's been doing BJJ for all right for. 10 years I think he's it's a while he dude he at Earthship we sparred one time beat you up dude he destroyed me man
0: it's, it, they play with you if someone's been doing that long they just they like toy with you
1: dude it was like you know how the the, the, the cap finds the mouse and just kind of tosses up yeah, in the air and just that, like, that's it's like, mouse. yeah, you're, you're suffering, but I'm just going to play with you for a little while. Yeah. That's what it was. I was yeah, the mouse. It's, it's wild. When you, you, when you cat. roll with someone that
0: knows what they're doing, that, like that on that level, it's like, it's, it's not, he
1: even, just, he just, he made me like, in, in with BJJ, it's like, it's not like he's Brazilian, knocking Brazilian
0: jiu jitsu for all those who don't know.
1: Yeah. Fucking, you should know that Jesus Christ, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, it's not like you're getting knocked out. It's like right. they, they are making, your your body their fucking playground to just make you suffer well and the, and then like the crazy thing of that when you're rolling with someone that's
0: really good is they will open themselves up for you to do something they manipulate manipulate you into doing which i was making, a perfect target dude i bet and, he had and, a heyday with and me and you go for it you're like yeah. oh sick i'm gonna go for this yeah, fucking headlock really. and suddenly you're getting a, like your arms twisted behind your back yeah and like, you're like okay i'm tapping you know yeah and they just do that for like Continuously.
1: And I finally understood when when like even Joe Rogan says like if you're a dumbass like you will hurt yourself. Yeah. He fucking had my knee in this in this lock. And I felt it. I literally like it, it probably ripped a little bit and I was like, Oh sh-, like That's it. Like yeah. he literally if he would have just just flinched a, l- a little my a l- entire knee would have been Dude, like completely yeah. dead. There's so much control that's required in,
0: in <laughs> Jiu Jitsu and like that's that like Spazzy white belts, like people that come in that are like trying to muscle through stuff like that. That's that's how you get fucked up, right? Because if someone has like a proper lock on your leg and and you start spazzing, that's how you blow your knee up. Well,
1: and they know that if they don't know how much control they have, they can fuck you up. But like he knew that he could just, yeah, you know, yeah. So he didn't. But also, I was like stubborn. I was like, no, like. Yeah, fuck this Aussie dude but uh, I guess to get back to Australia uh, spend time with them the Park Hour Warrior okay so we go we literally we broke into not broken, but we climbed a very large fence to get into this kids playground I'm like at, at first I was after like after hours
0: yeah yeah
1: and I was like I was like man the funny thing is is you know what my first thought was am I too old for this you know that was my first thought, and I, you know, I like to think that I'm a playful, fun dude. But yeah. I was like, dude, I'm I'm like 27 years old, and I'm I'm breaking in the kids' playgrounds to to do a, a obstacle course. It was fucking great, man. Oh, it was best, probably dude, best. Dude, yeah. it was awesome, man. We we like so they you make up the course. So they have different playgrounds around the city they have courses already made but this course that we went to they they made it up on the spot you have two minutes to get through it but m- like only w- Floyd did it one time everyone else like, weren't, weren't able to make it through i mean it's like a normal kids playground but you have to like go up and over and, right, yeah. and like or like this part you can only use <laughs> you know your your thumbs or have something you, have
0: you guys been drinking at this point
1: no we're sober totally sober dude yeah to like <laughs> I probably would have been, you know, knowing myself, I probably would have been better if I had a drink. Anyway. Yeah, one or two drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and dude, and what's funny is they had a chalk bag, a, ch- okay, a bag so of chalk, a and and they were, cho- like, literally, like, it was it was serious. Yeah, they're going for it. And I was like... That's hmm. awesome. And we were doing, like, you know, we were doing, like, news, you know, like, uh, we all we all had nicknames, and we were like, you know, all right, Bob, what do you think, uh, you know, <laughs> what do you think about this? And we do, like, newscasts, yeah, yeah. you know. That's amazing. Uh, throughout it all. And I was like, man... This is this is the you know Peter Pan energy. This is yeah. this is that uh infinite
0: infinite fool. Infinite goof. Infinite goof. Infinite goof baby. Hold gotta, ah! have your phone on you. We got to read that quote on here. I don't want to I don't know if I can stop the recording on my phone. I'll find it. I'll if find it pretty quick. It.
1: Um it's a it's a new shit I'm on. So
0: uh Cody and I were talking the other night and uh having a beer after I got off work or something and uh Somehow this this quote came up, and I was like, "You gotta send that to me because I love it." And it's just it's something about this that like I I I really it really resonates with me in terms of just like the energy that I want to bring into the world. Yeah. And the energy that I've I've witnessed in a lot of people in our group of friends that I I love and I think really drew me in. That uh yeah. So go read that shit.
1: All right, here we go. This is from this is an excerpt from uh. Uh, Tom Robbins' book, uh, another ro- uh, roadside attraction. I, I, I was reading this in, uh, while I was in Vietnam. But here we go. Uh, those folks who are concerned with freedom, real freedom, not the freedom to say shit in public or criticize their leaders or worship God in church of their choice, but freedom to be free of language, to be free of leaders and gods. Well, they must use style to alter their content. If our style is masterful, if it is fluid and at the same time complete, then we can recreate ourselves, or rather we can recreate the infinite goof within us. We can live on top of the content, float above the predictable responses, the social programming and hereditary circuitry, letting the bits of color and electricity and light filter up to us, where we may incorporate them at will into our actions. Mm. Cheers! Oh, it's a fucking good. Cheers night. to that. Let's yeah. let's do that. Yeah, this I'm fucking, into it. Yeah, dude. Fucking mm. mad con shit, dude. Mm. What do you what what do you like about that? What, what like? Cause I so know what I like about what, it. But.
0: What really stood out to me about that is like letting those aspects of yourself rise above, like the style piece of like, yeah, be, embodying something beyond the predictable social yeah, narrative and, the, and like the responses. Because it's like, hey, how's it going? Oh, it's good. You know, it's like people, people respond to me when I ask them questions in line before they even think about it. Right. Like, I, I, how are you? T- I'm good. Yeah. And like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And I know how this conversation is going to go. Like I, right. have to, I have to do extra work to cut through that, that social narrative, that like predictable scripts right. that he says in that quote. And I've seen people like you and people like Rob Cather's and Jack Bradshaw like use that that goof energy right where like they're bringing their own style to the table and it and it shakes everything up it's, it, does. it it gets outside of the lines of those like those like uh pre-written scripts where right. you're like how's it going well i'm doing just fine yeah. you know mark like Wol- mark Wahlberg. yeah you're shaking things up and like there's when, when I when I interact with somebody, whether it be a friend or a stranger, yeah. that goes outside of the lines of that, whether it be in the way that they dress or how they speak or the way that they interact with me, yeah. it's refreshing.
1: Yeah. It's like, it, oh, what's up, human, human being yeah. that, like,
0: is embodied, that's, like, present and yeah. aware of the <laughs> fact that they're interacting with
1: other human beings. Refreshing is the best word, man, because it's like... Uh, Every, everyone, whether they admit it or not, is so tired of of you. You say, "How are you doing?" Because you feel like you're supposed to.
0: Yeah.
1: But like if like I, if you shake if you shake just like really small shit up, people light up. Real quick. Real quick. Because it, it, it. And touch, if they if touches. they don't, they got bigger issues. True. That ain't for me. It's yeah. for them. But if they don't, at least you're. At least you're trying, you know? Yeah. But, like, if it there's, I'm, I'm just, you know, growing up, uh, and we can get this at some point, but, like, growing up, I'm just so tired of, this is something I say a lot, but I'm tired of fluff. I don't like fluff anymore. Small talk, yeah. Just, I don't, I don't, I don't, birds, want, dude. I would rather you not say any, I would, there's times where I am in line, and, and I'm a pretty sociable person, but I, maybe I'm just not feeling it that day. And I, I usually will just not say much at all Yeah. because I don't want to fluff them up. I don't want to be like, how you, how, you know, how you, and just be totally fake. Like, how you doing? Yeah. yeah I don't get, I like, at that point, I honestly don't give a shit yeah. uh, to be honest, you know, totally. and that's, you know, but I do that all the time. Yeah. So if I, if me, if I try to give a shit, it's not, but if I am giving a shit, I'm like, what's up? You know, like, yeah. Like, how are you going? It's totally different. It's totally different. Yeah. And those people, everyone feels the difference. And I,
0: yeah, I, I mean, I, when I'm in the place to actually genuinely engage like that, I, I know that by me doing that, it, it creates a little shift in that person's day. Right. It's a little nudge. Like the, I've, I've had interactions with people that are having bad days, and I'm actually present and capable of engaging genuinely. Right. And be like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, yeah. do you really want to know? I'm like, that's why I asked.
1: Yeah. And they're yeah. like,
0: oh, I'm having a shitty day. I'm like, thank you for telling me.
1: Yeah. You know, and... and How cool is it when people actually say that they're having a shitty oh, it's, day? Oh, it's the best, dude. Isn't I'm that like, funny? thank
0: you. Thanks for being a fucking human being.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's... Dude, the... the, yeah. the uh, man, I think that... I think that... Um, well, when you get to... Vulnerability is just... I think is the most beautiful... It, I mean, it, you can tie it back to just human connection and communication, and everything, but to, especially in this day and age, to be vulnerable with a lover, to be vulnerable with uh, a friend, a roommate, uh, it gives you this elbow room, you know, in your life where everything is so, uh, you know, you're, you're just walking down the hallway. To be able to, like, be vulnerable with someone gives you this elbow room of, like, oh, shit, like, I can't believe I just let myself be free like that, you know? It felt really fucking good. Yeah. And I... And... And... Most people receive it really well. And a lot of people that... I've I've said some things to people that I'm like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have been that forthright or or that uh, honest with them. But, uh... Even if they don't seem to receive it well, I, for me to just be blunt and 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 lame and, and fucking like, yep, good to see ya uh I think that it I don't know I think when you're vulnerable, it hits home regardless, yeah. you know, whether they're ready to receive it or not, and whether it's in a very small snippet, you know, whether it's just like, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not having a great day." Oh, man, I, I that
0: just reminded me of this moment shortly before I moved to Asheville, actually. I was staying in Charlotte, and I was in, like, a really dark spot. I was, like, just really drowning in credit card debt and, like, really f- fucking drowning. Yeah. Dark place. And one of the only, like, little spots of life is that I had found a yoga studio, a hot yoga studio, right around the corner from where my, my buddy's place was, and they would hot, hot, hot yoga. And it was $30 for 30 days, and I went, like, multiple times a day. Like, I, I, like, hit this place up, and one day, I was leaving one of the classes, and the, the owner of the place, like, the head person who had just taught the class, like, caught me in the hallway leaving, and she's like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not okay. Yeah. She's like, do you want to talk? And I was like, yeah. And we went into the office, and... She's just like, tell me what's going on. And I told her that I was, like, I was just drowning. I was just like, I was, she gave me an opportunity to, like, really bare my soul to this person that I didn't really know at all. And she's like, listen, I, you know, I don't know what it is that you need right now, but we're here for you. If you, if you need to come and c- come to yoga, if you want to talk, like, you're supported. And just know that, like, everything everything is going to be okay. And it was just like it didn't even really matter what she was saying. It was just the fact that she she actually genuinely asked me if I was okay. Yeah. You know. And and she cared. And she cared. It didn't matter that she, she wanted to like give me anything or help she me. She actually was, cared what you, she was like are you okay? Yeah. And you know, and I didn't have to I didn't feel like I was like oh I'm fine. I, you know, I was yeah. like a total stranger. And it it showed me just how powerful it can be. If you are in this in the place emotionally, mentally, you know, like as a person to to recognize that someone is not doing well and you yeah. feel the urge to say, Hey, are you okay? Yeah. And like give them the space to maybe say no. Yeah. And then hold that space for them as they sh- share whatever's going on, like that's right. powerful. That's a it's, like, so it's powerful, a human connection. Dude.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's I hear I hear that I, I can see that you're not doing well.
1: Right, tell me. Right, because she knew you weren't doing well. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's so it's so special, man. It's so special, and it's easy. To, it is an easy thing. It it's an e- it's easy to to. Maybe. Is it?
0: I mean, I think it's not. It I don't think it's easy a... to
1: to say that you're not. I think it's easy to recognize when someone's not doing good. True. What I'm saying. Yeah.
0: But I mean, you have to be in a. Uh, a balanced place yourself like you you have to be doing okay in order to recognize you have to have you have to
1: have removed your head from your asshole right in order to see that someone else's head is up theirs that's yeah that's true it's where yeah we're 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 mainly checking out our own sphincters fucking asshole yeah
0: (laughs) well uh we're coming up we got eight minutes left less than eight minutes left I let's just
1: keep going you want to keep going yeah after that Okay. Let's finish a bottle of wine. What's that? Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, going to start on my glass. Yeah. Okay. I like it. So, um, all right. So I mean, our, if, if only for us. If, I, want, yeah. I want to keep going. Well, you know
0: what's interesting is that I I've, I actually, I was feeling a little lost about the podcast the other day. I was like, I mean, like I said, it's been over three weeks and I really haven't felt I uh, like there's been there's been some doubt in my mind like what what is it that i'm doing with this podcast thing chase and i are doing um that is adding value to the world especially right now like it's like what i've just been questioning like what you know what do i have to say what do i have to contribute that's going to add value to other people's lives and uh and it's been coming up kind of blank like i haven't really thought of what i want to share or what i want to say um but in the, the other day i uh i was i was working and i was putting stuff in the dairy box so i was like pulling pulling stuff forward and one of my coworkers came up Jim Jim of the night Jim of the night hopefully listens shout out shout out to Jim of the night and he said hey man um Abby his wife yeah uh she Abby turned me on to your podcast i've listened to a couple episodes and i i just got to say like i i really genuinely enjoyed it like i like, like <laughs> nice. really he's like i listen to a lot of uh sportscast stuff and it's like a lot of that's super conversational and he's like what you're doing on that podcast is like it, it's it's incredible how conversational it is and uh i just i really enjoyed it yeah and um well you got your answer and it, and it was like this little like nudge like yeah you're, yeah you're doing something that people appreciate yeah and i was like all right cool and so I've, I've been kind of rolling some ideas around in my brain about like what what I want to do a podcast about because Chase did one last week and um, we we want to respect the social distancing thing so we're going to do one via you can call somebody on, on this app that we record yeah. with and record a podcast remotely so we're going to do that eventually but I was like told him I wanted to do one by myself before that and then uh, you since you got back from your trip. I've, I, like, every time we've hung out it has gotten better. Like, we're yeah. just sitting and having a beer, and we're both from Michigan, which actually hasn't really come up a lot, but, like, right. I just, I, I so thoroughly enjoy our interactions. It's just, yeah. it's such a, <laughs> it's such a, uh, a gentle back and forth. Like, it's yeah. like a really friendly game of tennis. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're just like, cool, sometimes, what do you we're, think about that? And yeah. you're like,
1: oh, I like it, man. How about this? Yeah. <laughs> and, you Sometimes know, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, and we're sometimes we're up early together. Yeah, sometimes we're up late together. Yeah, yeah. it's great.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, anyways, so we yeah. For the listeners, like I, I just gotten back from a little workout. I went down to the high school around the corner. I ran some stairs and did some push-ups, and it was fantastic. And uh, came back and I, I bought a couple beers. Hell Cody yeah. and I sat here and we're we're just chatting he's telling me some <laughs> wild stories about his past cuz this guy is just packed full of stories. And I was like, "Yo, we got to do a we got to do a podcast." And he's like, "All right, yeah, that sounds good." And I was like, "What do you what do you want to talk about?" He said, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh I said, "I really like, I mean, you got great stories. Great stories you like? That's true. Let's get to, yeah, we'll get and, to some stories." So, uh our, our the first hour of this thing is wrapping up. Uh, rapidly, but we're gonna we're gonna carry over. This is the second episode that is carried over into the the second portion. So we're gonna yeah. carry over. So, and it's gonna be juicy. Yeah. I think it's gonna be juicy. You should probably stick. If anybody is actually still I, listening, I
1: feel like I just did. Yeah, I just feel like I did a little a little you know a couple jumping jacks, some foreplay in the first hour. Yeah, was just, a little
0: like a, a little soft petting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm half chub right now. I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get there. We're getting fired up, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, even the wind is picking up right now. so it, Yeah, it hears um, us.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, for those listening, I, I don't know, take a pause, carry on with uh, whatever you're doing, grab a drink, smoke a bowl, smoke a cigarette, smoke them if you got them.
1: Hell yeah, do, do something crazy. Change do, your pants. Do a little dance, you know? <laughs> do a little dance. Yeah. Take, take a little selfie, send Maybe it to you us. Water your
0: plants. Take a selfies. <laughs> hashtag hashtag couch conversations. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Let's do it. Alright, we're gonna take a pause. Uh here's a little moment for uh maybe sponsors down the road. I don't think we actually have any sponsors right now, but I think they can be filled in uh after the fact. So
1: Yeah, Trader Joe's. <laughs> T <TJ. laughs> Hey, welcome back to Life's a Drip podcast. Hell yeah. My name is Cody. I'm a guest on this uh I'm a guest on this episode. I just want to talk to you about uh our sponsors. Um findyourcult.com. Hey. Findyourcult.com. Have you been have you been uh feeling sit- lost? Feeling lost sitting at home in quarantine? Feeling just lonely? Just scrolling, just scrolling, wishing, wishing for some people to connect with. And just kind of sitting there being like, I wish I wish, I could be a part of a cult. Yeah. Well, that's what findyourcult.com can do for you. It's all about. Uh, yeah. you, you fill out a special... It's it's, it's like a, a dating app, but for a cult. Tinder for cults. Match.com for cults. Fill out your specific... Um, your specific guidelines to what you're looking for. Also, personality, zodiac, we really want to know about your zodiac signs. This is like the full spectrum. We want to know your rising, your, 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 your moon sign, you know your sun sign, your, uh, you know, your fucking Thagatoria sign, whatever it might be. We want to know about it, and we will match you up with the best cult for you. You don't have to be lonely anymore, even in this, these trying
0: times. Like you just have to have
1: findyourcult.com. You, find dot com. Have you ever just wanted to do some like some pagan shit, you know, just like fucking do some weird, you know, some midsummer, just like fucking <laughs> weird ass fucking pagan shit. We it. have a this cult for you. We have
0: hundred percent uh, guarantee. Yeah, from um, life's a trip podcast. You know what's crazy
1: is that my friend uh my friend Greg uh was was talking to me about his experience with uh, uh you know findyourcult.com. and I, you know he talked about it with me before it happened because I actually haven't heard from Greg in 3 months. Yeah, what I, I And didn't that's that he had... probably cuz he's having a really great he's, time. He must <laughs> be just having the time of his life. Yeah. Right, com. Yeah, find Check your com. Uh, it's really awesome it's working for me I know it can work for you uh, find your pagan shit uh, we got you and uh, now back to my life's a trip podcast thanks for listening part
0: two Cody Klein experiments. Y- y-
1: y- 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 welcome back it's good to be back
0: uh, I gotta say uh, that little ad that we had there
1: <laughs> find, Yeah.
0: findyourcult.com
1: findyourcult.com we're not going to continue with that. Yeah. You guys already got the idea. Yeah, you know what it is. If you're looking for a cult other than Papadozio, <laughs> you got to findyourcult.com. <laughs> All right, so um, let's
0: get some stories. Let's get some stories. Some stories? Where do right we so, begin? We, we've got to touch on your Australia experience. Yep. Then you, uh, you jumped on another airplane and you flew to Vietnam. I flew to Thailand. Thailand first. Bangkok. Bangkok. Mm-hmm. Spidey Mai. Yeah. And you uh, met up with
1: our buddy Keenan. Keenan? Yeah. Who, does he listen to podcasts? A fucking legend. Um. Would he listen? No, dude. I don't think he listens to any podcast. I don't think he listens to anything anybody says. Yeah. He just well, listens to some widespread panic all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a loser.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, anyways, yeah, you, you, uh, you get to Bangkok. And you've been there before. You've been to Thailand before. Yes. Tell me about your time before. Before we dig into
1: this before last year. Before in Thailand. Last time I was in Thailand was, I was 18 years old, uh, it was my gap year from, I just graduated high school, went on a trip, a, uh, it was, it was a mission-oriented trip through a, a, a Christian, uh, organization out of Gainesville, Georgia, called Adventures and Missions, and, uh, I got put onto them because someone I knew had gone on a trip with them, and I wanted to do a trip like that. I just wanted some guidance. Uh, you know, I was coming out of Christian school. Dad's a pastor. I got hurt, so I couldn't play soccer in in college. Just uh, everything I wanted to do, and then that happened. And then I was driving home. I had this weird ass like vision, L- legit. I'm driving, so it's not. I don't know how to say it, it's a vision. I guess it's like a really crazy daydream, where I was playing soccer with these uh, African kids. Yeah, I, th- I remember doing one thing, and then I don't know. There's like some African kids playing. We were playing soccer, and I got home that night and was like, "Hey, mom and dad, I was like, I'm. I think I'm gonna go to Africa next year. I don't want to go to college," which. uh Surprisingly, my parents were like, "That's, are you sure?" But they were totally supportive of. That's cool. Um, which is really cool, yeah, because it was a really abstract thought, and and my parents and, and most people around me knew that I was like gonna go to school. and I was gonna play soccer. And and, and that was like what it. That was my predestination. And, I, and then I did that, and then I went on this trip uh, with all these people. Um, cool thing about Ventures and Missions is that uh, it's a Christian organization, but they, are, the reason I was drawn to them is that they're very um, uh, spirit-minded more than Bible-minded, if that makes sense. Yeah. They're, they're more about following uh, wh- what uh, what God has put on your heart more than like, this is what we have to do. Hmm. uh so uh yeah go on now i i I went to nicaragua i went to thailand thailand so this is 2011 and 2012 and i was in this really crazy spot in my life where i was like all right i'm pastor kid my whole life and i'm out here and i'm supposed to like Uh, so i'm working at an orphanage for mainly girls there was uh one one uh boy that lived there, but mainly girls that have been pulled out of human trafficking or saved from human trafficking. Wow. Um, so yeah, uh, kind of heavy off the bat because uh, we had girls from uh, kindergarten to 18. You know? wow. All, all uh, brought to the orphanage for, for mainly uh, fear of, of being trafficked. And so that's always, that's already just like, you know, I knew that going in, but I was like, holy, you know, holy shit, like that's heavy. But you get there and they're, they're so vivacious and full of life and they're just kids, you know. They're just kids. Yeah, Yeah. they don't, you know. And so uh, that was my, so that was, I was working at the orphanage for the first two months I was in in Thailand. And, but the whole, but I was, so I was teaching English, teaching music, and um, I was teaching classes to the girls every night, and then we had a group of boys that would come in every day who um, who had either been in prison or um, in rehab. So it was a really, like, kind of misfit bunch. and um, And then I was there, and I was supposed to kind of, like, uphold the name of Jesus, you know? That was the... Uh, you know uphold that that story and i got to the point where i was just like <laughs> i truly was just like i don't know if i believe this yeah. like what i'm what yeah. i'm saying right and so i got this really existential moment of like uh just you know I, my dad was a that's all i ever knew and now i'm out and you know and it is a really dynamic moment for myself in the sense of like I allowed myself to finally question Mm. it and then uh and then i was at the most beautiful place in the world every i'd walk out of my dorm in the morning and in like literally like it's like an orphanage there's like five buildings and all like all all my girls are out there and they're like oh pico d ah (laughs) You know, they're just like so. Every morning, they're so happy to see me, and they're like, "It was, it was, it was so beautiful. I, like, it was so cool." So, P. Cody, like, it's like, so they're saying, "Like, Oh, Mr. Cody," mm. and they, I had a Justin Bieber cut at the time. Right. My hair was like, uh, had the had the flow going on, and they loved Justin Bieber. And so they be like, "Justin Bieber." <laughs> and uh, and and like so we'd watch fucking you know Justin Bieber music videos and just hang out, play volleyball, all this shit. And so life was was so fucking beautiful. And then I was like, yeah, 18, 19 year old. Eighteen. I turned nineteen while I was there, actually. But I I, I just had this really crazy moment of like, man, like th- this is so beautiful. and I can't like th- everything is so real right now. But I don't I don't know if I like.
0: Agree with you're, yeah, yeah, you're doing what you need to be doing.
1: Yeah, and then and then it just everything changed, man. Everything changed, and I had I, uh, me and Travis. Who so it was a group of seven of us. Um, at the orphanage, and okay, no six. Four were girls, and then it was me and Travis, and uh, and. Travis was a pastor's kid as well from Atlanta. And uh we we vibe really well. Like he, he you know, he's my he's my best friend in this life. He, he's like a really beautiful person. I I like look up to him uh in in a lot of crazy ways. And we both were just like looking at each other and both going through these crazy moments of like I don't know if I buy this shit. Mm. You know? But at the same time everything we're doing was so on um, point and beautiful.
0: Right. You didn't you didn't feel aligned
1: with like the the, the center of the message? Right. But then we, we 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 read this book. We read this book called both of us read this book called Love Wins by Rob Bell. Christian pastor out of Grand Rapids actually. Who wrote this book about? It's it like called Love Wins: The Fate of Every Human Being. The it is pretty much talking about heaven and and hell, but in a completely new standpoint of of heaven and hell is something we choose every day. Right, I, 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 uh, I agree with. It. And the thing you do too. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. And uh, but but we got into this whole thing and then. Um, we just we we found we found uh we found love like what it was truly it truly meant like i we loved those those girls man, yeah. like that orphanage like it was through I, through reading that book
0: like it opened something up for you
1: well i it opened up the heart of- like what I believe christ was like, I, I was like i was uh i guess i would say I, like i was like redeemed, which is a christian term but i was redeemed by By the Christ story, by, or from being taught what I thought the Christ story was, if that makes sense. Like, I, 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 i I had a night where I, where I felt that, um, that, that Jesus kind of came to me in a, in a way and said, like, I, like, I'm, I'm not, uh, Kind of relieved me of of thinking all those all the like terrible religion kind of shit and uh and actually knowing the heart of 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 God of Christ, which is at this point in my life i, I still is very is very abstractal to me like or very like um, it, it doesn't matter necessarily what you think about that as as, as far as like what I actually felt and uh And then everything, everything fucking changed. Everything became uh, that I was finally okay. Like I was, I didn't have to work. I didn't, I didn't owe uh, a a god in the sky uh, anything, and I didn't. Everything was uh, good, and I just lit. I started like truly loving life and loving myself and loving people. And then I did all of Thailand. Well, I did two months at the at the orphanage. And then um, did a month. We called it Man Month, where all the dudes from the group went off. All the girls from the group did their own thing, and we did uh, a, up in the hill tribes of Thailand. We, I mean, I pretty much just hung out and played soccer and had a good time with people. <laughs> but uh, but but it was it was raw. It was fucking sweet. It was really cool. So my first Thailand experience. To to wrap that up was very it was like twenty twelve it was like when the you know the world was supposed to stop and shit, yeah, and I had a lot of just like i was you know I really had a cra- crazy moments where I was like uh a lot of shit felt like it had come off my back, and I felt like I could be I wasn't a pastor's kid anymore or uh you know that sounds kind of bitchy to say, but in a way, just like the the things of the looming religion shit over me and me either being one either being in it or being a, uh, outsider. Outcast. I was just like, no, I just, I (laughs) love, I love Jesus, dude, it's fucking sick. Rock on. Yeah, it was no like, Jesus is my homeboy. Yeah, he's sweet as fuck and he makes me want to be a better person but there's no, there's no sort of like looming gloom over me doing the right thing or, or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, And it was crazy. It's hard for, like, if people are listening to this, it's hard for, I think, some people to understand unless they grew up how I grew up in the... In, like, a really... um, My parents are the best people in the world, but... uh, With the Christian school I went to and everything, like, just the... um, And most people have dealt with the religion in some way. But it was... I was a person that I wanted to be... I want... Whatever you were giving me, like, I want to be the best at it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I bought a lot of shit and uh, and didn't feel good about it in the sense of... Bought uh, ideologically, I mean. Yeah, like I was totally, I mean, like brainwashed in a, you're, in a, you're in in a way. You were yeah. in it, yeah. And, um,
0: you're the, the pastor's kid.
1: Yeah, dude, because I was like, you know, I was social too. And I was like, you know, like Cody, like I, I did a lot of things just because of the face of it, you know? Yeah. But then uh, being in Thailand I was just like, yeah, I don't fucking buy this shit. And it was the first time I was like out on my own, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting. The, I mean, the nature of socialization, the way the way that like uh, our tribes define us, you know, like early on, like, and until you have an opportunity to be outside of what that experience is, you have no idea that that is. There are other options. Right. You know, when you, when you're in that, when you are being raised as a Baptist pastor's son, or you know, you go to church every day with Catholic parents. Not every day, every week, like I did. Or if you uh, grow up and you watch a ton of Batman movies, you know, like they like everybody is socialized to. You know, this is good, this is bad. Enjoy this, like this is this brings joy. This this is not something that we're into. Right. Um, and the way that humans are are kind of shaped in that way is fascinating, and. it's a wild thing is like that's the case for every fucking person you meet like every person and and and, uh, we we, like it's easy to think that people understand where we're coming from when we try to communicate one-on-one with somebody but everybody comes with so many layers
1: yeah and that's we
0: speak like the same language right right like you understand for the most part what i'm saying right yeah beyond that like where I'm actually coming from and like my psychology I mean you
1: you're getting to know. You right. Like, we're getting to know know each other over time. But, and just in in programming and, and it the 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 big turning point in my life like liter- like well part of that my experience in Thailand was this idea of of uh I started to uh see everyone in a sense where I... When I would see someone... Uh, and this th- this isn't across the board. But I, I I began to feel grace in a way... Where if I felt a weird feeling towards someone... I would try to think about everything I know about them... And how I don't know shit.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> I don't know shit about where they came from. True. And it's like... Who am I to to say anything about... You know, you you fuck up, and you you can fuck up and ro like royally, and like do some really fucked up shit, and there has to be consequences. But a lot of people fuck up, and they and they really don't know any better, or they're just playing out um, something that they've been given to to deal with. You know? Yeah. And some, so something
0: that was thrust upon them; they didn't have a choice as to whether or not to. An abusive parent or yeah, like a home situation that was like not good where they like, right. didn't receive education or, you know, and they're coming at you from that angle. Yeah. And if you just like you, someone walks into your life and suddenly they're not aware of your social boundaries and they're coming at you kind of heated and you're like, yeah. well, fuck this person. But if you take a second, like zoom back, where where are they coming from? Oh, they don't yeah. have any social skills. Because they grew up in a family with like a right a and, drug addict parent,
1: right? It, it, and then you you peel back layers, and it's not like you're trying to pry, but you peel you peel back layers, or you get to know someone, and you're like. For me, I'm like fuck. I'm blessed, dude. Fuck, yeah. I'm I'm so fucking blessed. And I, I can talk all day about how like oh it's so hard for me come I was a pastor can I break out of this shit like yeah. what I was just talking about but I don't I don't know shit about what a lot of people have been through and when you I get to know about it I'm just I'm blown away and it makes my capacity to love so much bigger uh, when I when I point. when I think like, about that the, shit
0: the the recognition that we were given such a blessed life yeah should expand our capacity to appreciate and understand what other people are going through or, or or be open to it like right because we had it so easy we should be able to be like yeah you got a lot of leeway <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you can, yeah. you can become real hot at me right yeah. now like
1: you got space cuz like yeah like fuck dude yeah it, it, yeah i mean it's yeah it's across the board like most of us have some fucking issues from the from from, from the background and but that's why you know It also makes you, um, you know, now we're getting older and like there's people in our lives that have, everyone has the, has the things, but you know, we, we all got to start being active and and combating that shit a little bit, you know? What do you mean? Just, uh, I can, I can talk all day about, yeah, you know, like, you know, I got, I, I feel like you know, religion, you know, fucked with me for so long and all this. Sh- but, like, you got to be, a- if you're going to talk about it, you got to be about it. And that's one thing that we weren't talking about today, even about the, the present situation, just about how we don't have, like, a hero or someone mm-hmm. being active. In the or, current Right, or, so, or even so. us being active in, or and, well, I guess, as I digress, First hand, I want to be more present and I want to be more uh active about being better instead of just being aware of it uh, i've I've I gained mean, the awareness as, as your
0: housemate, I'd say that you have been incredibly present like you you've been communicative about what you're going through yeah, which I think is a a part of it you know like say, the other night, for example, um a musician that you really cared about died yeah. What was his name?
1: John Prime. John Prime. John Prime.
0: Well, you really cared a lot about him. Or you had you had a lot of like, <sighs> history with that guy. Yeah. And I, I'm unfamiliar with his music, but you, you came into the house and you said, guys, John Prime just that. And I was like, I don't know who that is, but you're like, yeah, well, uh, I'm pretty torn up about it and I'm probably <laughs> going to cry. I'm probably going <laughs> to drink a beer and I'm going to listen to some of his music. And you put it on and, and like, that... You know, maybe on like a a, gr- a bigger scale, we're not going out and organizing large groups of people, but like I think there there is something to be said for being present in your own social circle, yeah. whether it be your family, with your children, with your spouse, with your uh in laws, yeah. you know, like where you're not reacting out of like, I'm fucking you know, stressed out and hungry right now, so I'm gonna snap at you. Be right. like <sighs> yeah. I've had a really long day and there's a lot going on right now. Like, we're in close quarters. Yeah. I'm. Can I... I want to have this conversation with you that's challenging, but I need to go in the other room for the, like a minute. Yeah. I, I want to take a shower. Yeah. And we can talk about this. Like, there's, there's different ways to respond to stressful situations that I would imagine a lot of fucking people are dealing with right now. Right. And uh, it's easy to say for us, sitting on a couch with no children inside... Right. You yeah. know, like I can't, I, I have six siblings, all of whom have children now. Everybody has, like from my, my oldest sibling has three boys. Then there's a, a like,
1: dude, you're all like, the way down. Like, I dude, have 11 you're, nieces you're and Uncle nephews. Dave, I bro. am Uncle Dave. You're Uncle Dave. To the dude, 11th power. Yeah. Dude, you're the, dude, you're Uncle Dave. But I'm not doing anything
0: am <laughs> sitting, and not to take away from this moment, but I'm sitting. But, I'm sitting on a couch outside a house in the woods with my buddy, drinking a glass of wine and recording a podcast. My siblings are taking care of young souls entering the world.
1: We're blessed, bro. We're
0: blessed. <laughs> no, I, I'm. I'm saying I'm super grateful for it, but yeah. like. It's, Holy shit. That, yeah, the
1: perspective shit, man. Yeah, it's wild, Holy dude. Holy shit. Cuz yeah, man, if I if I was a if I was not daddy right now, uh well, I am a daddy. But
0: you're a dude, dogger <laughs> dog dogger daddy.
1: <laughs> no, but it it would be everything would be different. But yeah.
0: We're, so, yeah, anybody that is uh, raising children right now. Shout out. Respect, cheers to you. Clink clink. Cheers to you. You guys are killing yeah. it. Hopefully, you're not actually killing your killing your children, but like, it'll be fun. If, if you want to like uh, schedule a video call with me and Cody, we can be entertaining for like maybe twenty minutes at a time. Yeah, we'll, we'll like dance around on the camera, like do you know do a, like a I don't know what can we offer? Uh, drawing a drawing uh, class. We'll do a drawing yeah. class
1: for twenty minutes. We'll probably cuss a couple times though. There might be some swear words. But uh, yeah, no, you'll be all right. It'll be fun. This is actually uh to to
0: totally uh, hard right turn. Yeah. Well not, I mean, maybe it's more of like a
1: a soft, squiggly. a soft turn. Yeah.
0: But I feel like this moment in human history is presenting us all with like this opportunity to decide how we want to come out of this.
1: Yeah, you know, that's crazy cuz I was on the I I was doing vibe checks the other day. Right, hey, you're on the phone from front. this you're, couch. You're, call yeah. people. you're you're getting. Yeah, really, you're dude. drinking beers and calling people. Dude, so a couple, so a couple things that my my friends actually know me by is that I always call people because I don't like texting that much at all. Hmm. But I like to just, I I miss the you know people don't pick up their phone anymore, <laughs> and I just you ever get the I just they, they don't pick up and they text you what's up. I hate like, that. Like, just fucking pick up your phone. Dude, like, I, you right, I don't want to s-
0: talk right now. Oh, Hit man.
1: I just want to hear your voice. I just want, like, you can't get anything accomplished with fucking text messages anymore. And I, like, I mean yeah. other than, like, simple shit. Yeah, look at dating. But, like, so <laughs> last year I started this thing where on, uh, I actually did it on Father's Day. Mother's Day, very important. But on Father's Day, I knew a few of friends of mine who were fathers, young fathers, I was like, I wonder who's like calling them on Father's Day, you know? Mm. So I called all my young father friends, Trav, fucking uh, uh, Kenny, and uh, fucking Matt, and other Matt. And I ca- and I was like, "What, dude?" And me and my buddy Matt had a crazy conversation on Father's Day. I was like, "Hey, man, I just want to wish you a Happy Father's Day," because I, th- I, I, for some reason was, I was like drinking. That day, and I was just like, man, it's Father's Day. I was like, thinking about the fathers in my life that mean a lot to me, other than, of course, my father, but that maybe aren't, uh, I don't know, Father's Day isn't really that, uh, Father's Day is really special. It's not very emphasized. Which is interesting, because Mother's Day
0: is, like, feels like it's It's a shit, Which,
1: totally deserving, yeah. I'm not saying it's not. Right, But, like, Father
0: both played a part
1: yeah that's what well yeah. that's what i was and drinking that day and i had this epi- that, like that's why i was like sitting outside and i was like i had this epiphany of like it's fucking father's day like yeah what why am i not like you know yeah. calling Father's. so i ca- i started just calling him drunk as fuck i was drinking miller lights and it's like when we got home and you had a, a bunch of beers lined up by the couch You're yeah like, i'm vibe checking yeah oh yeah 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 so yeah getting into that yeah but so that's where it started and then the other day i was like I was like going to do some work and I was like, I want a vibe check. I want, I want to, I have some friends that I know are like in quarantine. I want to see what's up. So I started just calling and I would be like, I'd be like, Hey, it's Dogger. This is a vibe check. How are we doing? <laughs> I started like seven conversations that way. And they're like, Oh, Hey, you know, like, yeah. and, and it, it led to some really. That's like having weird... your mask off. You're taking like your, your facial mask. Off. <laughs> yeah, You're like, yeah. What's going on?
0: Hey. Yeah. That's how, cool.
1: How are we doing?
0: No, that's great, yeah. And I, I mean, I guess that's probably one of the reasons why uh, the the vibe, vibe attracts your tribe. Deal, like, like you and I have found our our way into each other's circles. It's like yeah. kind of similar mentality of like we we want to yeah. bring out the best. Hey, vibe check, vibe check <laughs> for everybody listening. Hey, for all you, uh, I, ho- I hope everybody listening has at least if you if you listen if you've made it. An hour and twenty six minutes plus uh like a like a little ad break and, and you're fucking still listening. If you haven't smiled yet, what what's something that's gonna
1: make him smile? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Something oh, that makes you smile. Dude, uh, Let's Rob t- Rob's
0: fucking taking Jack for a car ride.
1: Uh, oh yeah. That's a good one. That's pretty, Go pretty ahead. Yeah. I don't know. So <laughs>
0: my dog Jack lives here with us. And we get back. I I got back from work today, and my housemate Rob said, "Oh, dude, I gotta tell you, man. This is you know. I feel like I should say this for Rob to tell the story.
1: I'll That's say, fine. I'm gonna say this for I'm Rob. To think Rob of, I,
0: actually, Rob's probably gonna be the next person on the podcast. So yeah, I'll tell wait you, for man. Rob's. I'll save it for him. You got something?
1: Well, I'm trying to think of like a really embarrassing story, dude. Okay, I gotta go on. One time, <laughs> uh, one time when I was in high school. My, uh, is actually the year that my big brother was a senior. I was a freshman and Casey, your youngest brother. Yeah. He was in junior high. So we we're all in the same building. All right. For a hunting yeah. school. Was that? No, Hun- hunting. No, school? no, no, no. For just normal school. Normal school. Normal school. All right. But one day I woke up, I woke up out of a crazy sleep from the most putrid smell I have ever smelled in my entire life. I swear to God, dude. It woke me up. It that woke bad? me it up. The smell was that bad. It was so... I literally woke up and was like, like... It was like I thought I was being gassed or something. Right, yeah. And so I wake up and I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then <laughs> I hear my big brother Kyle just yell, Scout's been sprayed by a skunk! <laughs> Our dog Scout. Yeah. The black lab, he had been sp- – my parents, so they, my mom would wake up. She lets Scout out. He does his thing. She goes and wakes all of us up. She comes back down, lets Scout in. All right. Scout goes out. Scout comes back in. He So Scout, uh, he was kind of a grumpy dog. But every morning <laughs> he when my mom would wake everyone up, Scout would come in and he would like – See all of us brothers. He'd come,
0: he'd come check you out? Yeah, every right.
1: morning. So he, Scott would come to my room, he'd go to Casey's room, and go to Kyle's room. And then, so that morning, Scott came in, he had been sprayed by a skunk, oh. and it was bad. Oh, so dude,
0: sk- skunk, skunk smell? Is <laughs> awful. Dude, it's, it's like, it, it, yeah, it's probably the worst thing I've ever smelled.
1: It was cr- it was cr- it was bad, man. It was crazy. Still, like,
0: stinky tofu. You ever sm- smell stinky
1: tofu? Yeah, bro. This <laughs> is this- so bad. But this shit made me want to like punch a wall. <laughs> it was so bad. And so I so everyone wakes up, and I was like I was like holy shit. And so my parents get the get the dog out of the house, and then everything's back to normal. But it's still like, you know, kind of crazy. And then we we all went to school <laughs> that that morning. <laughs> <laughs> after after being with skunk smell. Yeah. Oh my god. So get this dude. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in first hour. It's algebra 2, baby. We're in first hour, algebra 2, Mrs. McGee. Mrs. McGee. This <laughs> is not even a real name. Mrs. McGee, dude. I always said that if I started a band, her name, her full name was Belinda McGee. I always start if I always said if I started a band, I would call it Belinda McGee. Belinda McGee and the Spiders. Belinda McGee. Dude just like Leonard Skinner, Belinda McGee. Dude, she was such a bitch, but she was really In a like a cool way. No, she's kind of a hard ass. She's like <laughs> kind of actually a bitch. But <laughs> low key, low key But here's the good okay, so I'm in so I'm in the back of the class, I'm sitting there, we're grading each other's homework. Someone next to me goes, Man, it smells like a skunk in here. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh, no one, uh, no one, no one ever says that. Like someone just farted or something, you know. And then, and then, someone next to me is like, "What is that smell?" And then Lindsay Mari comes up and she's grading my homework. She's like, Lindsay, "Fucking Lindsay Mari, man." She's like, "Man, it smells cr- like really bad back here." And then the whole class, the whole class, it's like domino <laughs> effect. and The whole class is like oh my god like what is the smell (laughs) and so I so I fucking I'm a freshman in high school dude I march up to Mrs. McGee Mrs. McGee's at her little she has a little podium and I go hey Mrs. McGee and she's like hey and I was like you know that skunk smell (laughs) I swear to god this is exactly how I said it she's like you know how you know how like it smells like skunk in here she's like yeah and I was like I think that's me (laughs) and she's like she, dude the look on her face she's like okay and I was like yeah my dog got sprayed by a skunk this morning and I, I think I should just go to the office <laughs> and I, so dude this is the best part I come I, I, so she's like she literally like was so distraught she's just like she's such a hard ass she like would never let anyone go to the office she's just like yeah you should go <laughs> I get my backpack I fucking bust out of the room dude My big brother Kyle is walking down the hallway. As I walk out of the room, he goes, he looks at me and goes, I know, we're going home. (laughs) He he looks at me, I'm like walking down the hallway, and I'm still like, I still don't totally believe what's going on. And Kyle just looks at me and he's like, I know, we're going home. (laughs) We go in the office, we sign out, and all the secretaries are just like, Everyone's, like, looking at us. I'm like, holy shit. This is a nightmare from hell, dude. It's crazy that the dog
0: getting sprayed made <laughs> dude, you guys smell like that.
1: Dude, it, like, the whole, like, like. Shout out to the
0: skunks, dude.
1: Yes, skunks. dude. The fucking OG sprayers, man. Skunks, stocks. Oh, dude, I wish. I wish. I wish I could emit a smell that fucking potent. <laughs> so we. Well, <laughs> what would your scent do, though? Like what? Like you got to be careful wishing that kind it stuff. It just like, be it's straight lilacs, man. Lilacs. Lilacs. Dude. Yeah, because
0: fu- like people for anywhere around you, it's lilacs. Everyone just
1: starts making out every time. I, oh, every time I lilacs fart, lilacs make people make. Every out? Every time I fart, dude, it's just like. No, Fuck. maybe maybe like it's gonna work out. This relationship's gonna work out. A <laughs> bit, a little bit of lilac, with a okay, lilac with a little bit of opium. No, uh, pit. Just straight up armpit.
0: So you're saying like uh, Trader Joe's quarantine line. Dude, this is my thought.
1: Flowers with natural... um, Body odor? Body odor. Everyone would fuck. Everyone would fuck. Those natural pheromones. Pheromones. Yeah. Yeah, that shit
0: works, dude. You know what's funny is uh, as as the summer starts opening up at the store, our managers remind us. They're like, so you guys know... It's getting hotter out there. We're gonna get a little bit more potent smells in the store. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, be aware of the Deodorized. way that you respond. You respond to people coming in because like you're you're getting people coming in uh, Dude, in all we, kinds of
1: shape. We did this thing. <laughs> I, I like that. We did this thing on the farm, uh, the pot farm.
0: <laughs> With, yeah, which is like actually one of the stories that we like.
1: I I don't even know if yet we, ha- we we don't have it, but continue. Okay, so yeah, Doc. Uh, yeah, on, uh, on the. Doc. Die. On the pot farm. Keep going. We uh, would, where was this? This is in Oregon. Oregon. This is I will give you no you? other coordinates. How, <laughs> how old were you? I was, uh, fuck. I was 21. And you went with your younger brother, Casey. Yes. He was like 18. He was 18. Yeah. Um, we told our parents it was an organic farm. This is 2000,
0: 2020. <laughs> so this we, is back we, in two thousand 2014. Like, we, we, we told
1: my mom. <laughs> I literally took off with my little brother cross country. I told my parents this is an organic vegetable farm. I mean, you're not wrong. It, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. White lies, you know. Yeah. God, oh, yeah. I don't think I ever, I don't think my parents, I actually don't think I ever told them. That it was a pop farm. Hope I hope they listen.
0: What are your parents' names? Sean and Doug. Sean you know? and Doug. If you guys have made it this far into the podcast,
1: I'm Dave. Yeah. It's nice to meet you. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to meet you. It's Easter weekend, just fucking relax. Christ has risen. So, <laughs> hey mom, mom, if you've also listened this far,
0: which I hope you, I hope that you have, I, I'm just I I'm so honored that you you've you've trusted me enough to stay this long into
1: the podcast. Yeah, and you'll like, you'll like me more in person.
0: Well, but I I think not only. No, I think I I think you probably already like if you've listened this long you probably already like Cody because I think he's got an important message which is just like the the heart of Jesus Christ the fucking love everybody. Yeah.
1: And that's he, it. He was a radical. He was a, he was a radical. He was a radical he hung out with
0: prostitutes. Straight up and we he basically just... hang out with prostitutes.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah.
0: Oh man, we're getting a delivery, dude. <laughs> we're say <saying, laughs> Oh, we we're gonna, God. We're going to pause. I'm going to pause here for a second. This is a hilarious thing that's set up on. Who is that? He's just, it's, it's a delivery truck. It's DHL. Right? That's delivery. This guy's like, what's
1: going on right Dude, now? Dude, do you, do you know who that is? I hope he drops something off. I hope he drops something oh, off. Oh, he's Please. about to hit the... Oh, my God. He almost hit the fucking wall. Right. He's doing it. He's
0: going... So, a, a yellow DHL van... Just came rolling down our driveway. Dude, this is
1: international delivery at DHL. So, what? You know what, 317 side Court? 317? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah,
0: 317 side Court. So is that in here? No, no, this, this is all uh drive this way. You go up one and make a right. next one? Yeah. All
1: right. All right. They, Wrong they, house. Okay,
0: yeah, we were we were definitely not six feet apart. I was in that guy's face, dude. If he Damn, had coronavirus, What is he do, dude? That well, no, that's happened before though. We've had delivery trucks come down this driveway,
1: and like, no, they... dude, that's. I think that he's with the cartel, bro. I think he's with the cartel. He's coming for the the drugs, dude. I bet there's. I bet there's fucking. I bet there's fucking fifty kilos in there, man. <laughs> You're being racist right now. Like I was just because of his skin, Cody. It's DHL, dude. I don't know anything about DHL, so that's only international delivery. Oh. DHL is international delivery, yeah. We should have told him. It was like, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's it. That's it.
0: Just drop yeah. it. Drop it back there. And it. Next. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, dude! All no, right, we don't. That's how you get in the Ozark situation, dude. That's how we get. Like they're like, oh, you okay? Want, what you, would you, you do they, though, they, Dave? they show up and they're dude, like, dude.
1: No, i thought about this. What would you do? So Ozark situation. So, dude, my brother was telling me that the cartel will, <laughs> fuck, I, I'm being recorded right now. The cartel will sometimes. Put, they will use people's suitcases to ship drugs. Whoa. So they'll put, they'll put uh, kilos in like someone's suitcase because they have someone in the airport that does it. They will ship drugs through a suitcase to another city. Then someone will take the drugs out before it. So you, you could have had kilos of cocaine in your suitcase. Oh. But never know it. Because they, they ship it and they take it out before you they get there. They have
0: someone planted in the
1: airport that handles yes, things. Yes, but there's people that have gone to their hotels straight up. Gone to their hotels, unzipped their oh, suitcase, and just fucking like, kilos of cocaine. What do you do? And that's my question, Dave. Because what you, what, what I have thought, kind of person Dude, you... when I heard about this, I thought, dude, I, I had like a, I sat and just, it was like I was looking at the moon. I was just like, what would I do? What would you do if you,
0: you got to your hotel in uh, Singapore and you open your fucking suitcase? Well, here's and the your thing: nice I'd hotel. be a
1: lot more afraid if I think uh, if I was in a different country. But here's what I've thought: that if, if that happened to me here, you you'd do some. Well, and yeah, the, and, well, yeah, yeah, I mean. you'd do a lot <laughs> of it and then flush the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, Well that we're, we're kidding, moms. Yeah, that's <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah. for another time. But here's what I would do is that okay at first i was like i probably should just give it up i want i want like i want the cartel after me but right. this is but then i thought if i just had it and they had a and they were like they showed up to my door and they were like yo you have our cocaine and i was like yep i do and I just gave it to them mm. no hard feelings Right? Yo. Right? Yeah. You, you guys him. put
0: this in my suitcase. Yeah. I came home. It was in You remember in my that suitcase.
1: movie? You remember that movie uh, um, with the dude that finds all the, co- the, the cocaine and cash in the desert? What's that called? Come on. The dude shoots the, the people. Breaking with the, Bad? No. He shoots the people with the cattle. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh we were. No, me- country, for no country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men. is that cocaine? Uh, I think so. Man. I think it was cocaine.
0: People go hard for that. Hell of a drug.
1: Yeah, hell of a drug, Yeah. But uh Yeah, wouldn't know. But man, it seems like it it seems like it's a really hard thing. I've heard
0: yeah, I've heard a lot of hard thing to kick, it, yeah, yeah.
1: But so here's what I thought I would do. If we're getting down to it. I think man, I, man I'm recording all this so everyone's gonna know now. But I think that I would sit on it. I would sit on it for a year. And not touch it. I would take it somewhere that only I knew. I'd bury it. And I'd sit on it. So if anyone in the in three hundred and sixty five days from the time I got it, if they hit me up, I'd be like, Yep. Here's all this. It's all yours. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. yeah. maybe you know, yeah, maybe it's a uh, cup of two or three grams short, you know. Don't ask me. <laughs> I, yeah. I I wasn't sure what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, uh,
0: packaging cost. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but but then I would you know give it to him. But if I made it past a year, I'd fucking sell that shit and fucking yeah. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's legit. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, come on, I think that's noble. So let's, I would give <clears> thirty percent to charity. Uh, yeah, also, well, yeah. I would give thirty percent to charity, and
0: another little <laughs> bit would go to findyourcult.com.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also. Um. I'd probably start my own cult, to be honest. Money maker. Yeah.
0: Until you start giving people guns and they. there's a cool out. cult.
1: Have you ever imagined like a like a, uh, cool cult? A cool cult. <laughs> I think they're yeah. all
0: cool. Uh, that's a, that's a that's a draw, right? All right. Um, back to you and Casey at a farm with Uncle Bud. Is that his name? No. Uncle, uh, something like that, some un, Uncle Buff.
1: Yeah, we're Uncle it. Uncle Big Daddy Steez. Dude. Uncle Uncle uh, Big Big Buff Buffalo, dude Buffalo, that was the name of our tuk tuk driver in uh, Cambodia. Took Rob us. Rob told me about yeah, this. Yeah Buffalo, I have him yeah. in my phone. I have his number. We we could call him right now, but we won't. But yeah, uh, back to the farm. Yeah, it's crazy, pretty wild experience. A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't know I was walking into there.
0: Which I appreciate about you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Life's, life's weird, man. And, and, life's a trip. You know, that's the name of the podcast. Plug. Which, uh, isn't it, though? Like, how weird, how, how strange is it? Like, and I'm I'm so happy to be recording again with you. Yeah. Uh, Yo. Just just putting having well, these conversations. Let's, yeah. It's, let's it's go. Man.
1: Let's go through this. All right, Dave. What is uh, what do you think is the best case scenario three months from now? We come out of this.
0: Best case scenario: we come out of this. Uh, I think that humanity rises up and acts in accordance to the best practices that have been put forward through the, like the professionals and through that i think uh, the wave the wave kind of passes us like there are yeah, inevitably there already are ha- they already have been yeah. a lot of deaths like there right. there's going to be people that get swept up in the wave of death yeah. that is passing over us yeah um but through this i i would love to see uh, once the wave has passed over us, people returning to not life as we know it i i don 't want it to be life as we know it. I want people to return to a new form of yeah. being where they 're like they 're more ship. present and right they 're like a, appreciative and I would love to see it lasting where they 're like,
1: but what does that like, lo- what does that look like you know what what does a even subtle awareness, you know, look at like look like look like for uh for people to come out of this.
0: I think I think right now, like this this moment in time I think is like teaching a lot of like it's it's like this this moment, this space that is opened up for like so many people for everybody basically that's shifted What their normal like day-to-day life looks like, I think is going to be an opportunity to settle into new routines. And I think, as as with any time for humans, I think there are going to be people that come out of this that are, are like they have really leaned into becoming their best selves and are exercising. And eating well and spending time with, like, quality time with the people that they love. And bettering themselves and learning new skills and fucking making art. And then I think there's going to be people that come out of this that are, like, have have just holed up and eaten all the easiest meals that they could possibly eat. And there's going to be everything in between. I mean, yeah. hu- <laughs> if if humanity has shown anything, then it's that, like, it's Wait, always the full spectrum. Right. You know what I mean? So... I, you know, I was, I was walking, uh, there's, there's, because we're doing less business at the store, uh, there's less to do during the day. And so they're like, listen, just go, go like pick up tr- trash around the store for an hour out in the sun. So I'm like out there listening to a podcast. I was listening to a dune, the nice. audio book. Yeah, yeah. Great. If you guys haven't listened to the story or read the book, great book. Um, but I was listening to Doom. it and picking up picking up cigarette butts, and the thought struck me that like how how we come out of this is is up to us. Yeah, you know, like we're not sure what what's gonna happen, but like the the way that we treat ourselves and those around us and our bodies during this time is like this is this is our fucking opportunity to embody the shit that we talk about. Yeah. And like, what would you do if you had six months off? Hey Cody Klein You know like right. and that's not to say that like oh I'm gonna work out really fucking hard and I'm gonna start a business and I'm gonna write a book. It's like how are you gonna be with people? Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna enjoy yourself? Yeah. Are you gonna relax? <laughs> are you gonna
1: rest? Are you gonna like still take care of your right. body? How are you gonna deal with deal with fear and emotion. And all sorts of shit. Yeah. This is—I mean—it's a—it's unprecedented. Like I've said before, like this
0: is an opportunity for all of us to determine the ter- trajectory of who we want to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're like I—I I can choose the direction in which I want to move. Right. And and even by sitting on the couch and watching movies—and no judgment on that—if you want to do that—but you are setting a trajectory. That will be more challenging to change. Like in, right.
1: How,
0: how do you want? How do you want to behave? How do you want to be? What kind of foods do you want to eat? What,
1: what do you want to do with yourself in this time? This is a great opportunity. Yeah, you talk about like uh, you know, like even in music when there's like an epic pause where it's like it's like a build up, build up, build up, and then there's fucking. <laughs> And then a fucking break. Yeah, well, yeah, fucking bass drop. But also, like, also like in jazz, there's a fucking build up with the fucking drums, like boom. And that that pause can feel like that pause makes the whole signature so good, you know? Yeah. This this is the pause, baby. Every everything everything's pausing. Every, it's like, all right, this is crazy. There's been a drum roll and a fucking crazy little signature going on for so long. Everyone's like, ah. And now it's like, Boom. Yeah, they hit the hi-hat. And now it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, wh- wh- How all right, wh- long can you wait where for to What are we going to do now? Yeah. yeah. Are we going to fucking let that bass drop, baby? You mm. know? Are we going to fucking do a little, or are we going to fucking be like, Boom! 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna let it die. No, no, we're gonna fucking do it. We're gonna fucking do it. Yeah, hum- humans do alright, but it is an epic pause. This is a probably the greatest one that I've experienced so far in my life. Yeah, it's tough, uh, you know, because uh, like a lot there's there is people people dying and and some people really. Uh, I mean, I I. When John Prime died, then I, hey, you were, you hit up. I cried for quite a bit. You could. Uh,
0: I, yeah. I I love the. I mean, I appreciate. I wasn't happy to see you sad, but I was like, I appreciated the fact that you were comfortable sharing your emotions in that way. Like that. Like, yeah. That, that's. But it's that's like putting your best face forward. Like you you're, you're not you're not trying to hide. Like I'm good, guys. It's like no. <laughs> you came you, you came in. And you're like yo. John Prime This died. happened. It makes me really sad. I'm I'm gonna deal with it. I'm gonna cry
1: through it. Dude, I'm gonna play when, some music. When fucking Mac Miller died, I fucking lost my shit. In the, like at a dinner table, with people I really really wanted to impress. <laughs> I was like, someone was like, yo, Mac Miller just died. And for some reason, I, I, I just hit you, dude. I was a wreck, man. And I left. I just I was like, I gotta go. Shit. But like, but but I think like um amidst all the like really, there's like some really terrible shit happening. I um, I don't want to be naive in me saying this in the sense of, uh, but I want to say this in like a sense of op- optimism and hopefulness. I think I think hope is is so fucking important. Not in just this time, but I think in 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 every time of life hope hope gives you a, you know fucking hope is wonder hope is you know hope is like hope is something that's like you just want something that's not uh already formed yet and even in your mind you just want it to happen something that's good and it get it's it's more uh creative but to be hope right now it is is fucking beautiful yeah. And I think that it's really important and I think that uh I guess I think that this is a really good thing at the end of the day. Uh w- w- what's all going on I, and I'm I'm talking from a very blessed point of view and untouched point of view, but I um if everyone's shook and I think that being shook is really good. It's like the people that have saw death face to face and have lived and how their lives are so much different. You know, you can look up on the internet so many different stories. Near death experience. Yeah. Even going down the tunnel and all this fucking crazy shit. It's like, uh, we, uh, we, we should be shook a few times in our lifetime. You know, my, um,
0: my freshman year, not my j- junior year in college, I got a phone call from my oldest brother, which is unusual because he's like several years older than me, and he like just doesn't call me much. And he told me that my dad had been di- diagnosed with bone marrow cancer. Damn. And I remember coming back in the dorm room, and telling my friends, like, "Yeah, my d- my dad just got diagnosed with bone marrow cancer. It's in his chest and his spine." And they're like, all right, what do you, like, what do you want to, like, we're going to go watch the OC, you want to come? And I was like, all right, cool. And I got in the car, we watched the OC. And he's been cancer-free for 15 years. We talked on the phone the other day. Yeah. But there was a moment while I was in college, or a little bit after, where my dad was going through chemo, and he looked like a turtle. He was like this little shrunken version of a human being. And we all thought he was going to die. That was yeah. it. Like it was on the edge. But like every time we talked, I was like, I love you. Yeah. And we meant it, you know, like a fucking, yeah. I love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that immediacy, that like being on the brink of it, like, yeah. you, like you're, you're on the edge. It's not like, oh, we're going to die someday. Like I, I, yeah, I know humans die. Yeah. It's cool. I'm over it. It's like, my, my dad was gonna die, yeah. and I saw him, his hair was gone. I'd never seen my father without a beard, and he was barefaced, no eyebrows. He's a turtle, little turtle, little shrunken turtle. And <clears throat> we thought he was gonna die, and my mom thought he was gonna die, and he thought I was gonna die. And I've had conversations with them where they talked to God, and my mom told God that she was okay with letting him go, if that's what it was. Yeah. And my dad came back from that, and he's healthy. He's got a full head of hair. He's got a beard.
1: Dude, that's so he's sick. He's still
0: working, dude. They're, my parents are holed up in their house in Michigan, just like. They've Let got. It. They've got. Yeah, they're they're good. They have got a garden in the backyard that's like thriving.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's you know so what I'm cool. Like, yeah.
0: we, nobody knows.
1: Nobody knows. We go
0: to the edge. The edge and like all that we can do is just give it up and say I don't know I don't know. I don't know what what's gonna happen next but like I I love you yeah. I love you and I'm I'm glad that we have this moment and and then and then <laughs> let it go yeah and that's it and that's it so and that's it that's it and that's kind Cody Cody kind thanks, thanks for coming on man
1: yeah thanks for having me fist pump! Oh, well, oh, well, oh hand clasp dude yeah yeah, yeah i together. fucking love you i'm, I'm glad to be living with you yeah likewise thanks thanks for having me and yeah yeah strong yeah. showing <laughs> <laughs> we'll do we'll do this again i look forward to it fucking great life's a trip podcast
0: episode i don't even know what number thank you peace